0: Our brother Steve is become minister of the gospel. Let's give him a warm welcome this evening. Amen. If you have your Bibles, if you can turn with me to Second Kings chapter six. We're gonna read verses fifteen through eighteen. Amen. I it's a privilege to preach here tonight. Second Kings Six, chapter, chapter six, verses fifteen through eighteen. And tonight I want to speak on spiritual vision and seeing things clearly. By way of illustration, Gary Foster was in his fifties when his eyesight had started to fail him. The native Canadian eventually lost all central vision in both of his eyes. A few years ago is the result of age-related macular Degeneration, he can't see people's faces, he can't read texts on a page. After he lost his vision, after that he lost his license, after he lost his license it began to spiral, he lost his job since it required him to drive. There's no cure for this, all I've ever heard from doctors say, sorry there's nothing we can do for you, said doctor after doctor. But several years ago, Foster happened upon a piece of technology at a public exhibition in Calgary. It was a pair of glasses called eSight, and when he put them on, he realized that his vision had drastically improved. So much so that he could begin to see people's faces, he could read books, he could read text messages, when I first put them on, I was able to read to the bottom of the eye chart, Foster said. I've now been able to get my license back. I am able to get to work. And I am no longer visually impaired, thanks to this new technology that improved my vision. What I could not see before, I now can. This lady, uh, Conrad Lewis, founded this company in 2006. She was a computer engineer, and she had two legally blind sisters. And she started this because she wanted to be able to have people to be able to see things. To be able to see what I can see, she said. When I would go out with my sisters for a walk, I would look up and see the sky full of beautiful birds, but they could not see anything. Thank you. The point of this story is that there was someone that could not see something but was given sight and it changed everything. Let's read our text tonight on spiritual vision. 2 Kings 6 verse 15 When the servant of the man of God got up early the next morning and went outside there were troops, horses, and chariots everywhere. Oh, sir, what will we do now? the young man cried to Elisha. Verse sixteen he said, Elisha said, Do not be afraid, for there are more on our side than on theirs. Then Elisha prayed, O Lord, open his eyes and let him see. And the Lord opened the young man's eyes, and when he looked up he saw the hillside around. Elisha filled with horses and chariots of fire. As the army advanced towards him Elisha prayed O oh Lord please make them blind so the Lord struck them with blindness as Elisha had asked then Elisha went out and told them you have come the wrong way this isn't the right city follow me so he led them to another city the city of Samaria and as soon as they had entered Samaria Elisha prayed Oh, Lord, open their eyes now and let them see. So the Lord opened their eyes and they discovered that they were in the middle of Samaria. Spiritual vision and having spiritual vision. Over the years, we've done a number of 180s. We've done outreaches. We've done music scenes. And during that time, we've come and there's been no visitors. We're not trying to reach the people that are in church we're trying to reach the people that are outside. And I remember specifically in 180s there was no visitors and I began to pray I said this is unacceptable this is not right. And I began to pray and ask God for the supernatural. And sure enough people showed up, not only did people show up, people were saved. Something was happening in the supernatural. And I've seen other men in our church do this as well. They've prayed when there's nobody there and people have showed up. They recognized something was wrong. They prayed and they had breakthrough. So let's first talk, the, talk firstly about spiritual vision. We need to see the battlefield of life with spiritual eyes. We live in the physical realm, right? We have the five sentence, senses. Touch, taste, smell, seeing, and hearing. And in our scripture, we see Elijah and his servant are facing people who are attacking them. But Elisha sees the situation completely different than his servant. He sees the situation with spiritual vision. Now, this is a supernatural battle. The spiritual realm impacts the physical, and the supernatural affects the natural. Verse 17, And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Ephesians 6.12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of the age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. There's more going on than you and I can see. Sometimes we go through life and we're praying for a situation and we have no idea what is going on in the unseen. The spiritual realm is one of the most important realms. It affects and determines the natural realm. But the problem was that the servant only saw the physical realm. He did not see the spiritual realm. And this can be a major problem. And just like that servant, that can be you and I. We can come up with the wrong conclusions about a situation because we are viewing a situation in the natural. We can form conclusions, right, about people that can be incorrect Right? Those people are devils. They're, you know, fill in the blank, right? They're unresponsive. They're not going to get saved. We can think things and form conclusions that are completely untrue. We can form conclusions about cities. I remember growing up and you know, just thinking to myself is you know, you hear pastors and stuff get launched into places. I'm thinking to myself, Man, New York City, there's nothing good there, right? God, why, why, would, why would anybody want to go there, right? Because I saw in the natural. And we can begin to think this is worthless. It's not worth the time because we're viewing it wrong. The outreach should we go on, right? Man, this outreach was a bad idea. No, it, it wasn't a bad idea. We're viewing it correctly. And we can also take wrong actions based on those. We can start attacking people, coming against people, when they're not the real problem. And sometimes we'll fail to make the corrections and to make the correct action needed. If we accept the things the way they are, you will not stop the enemy's powers or his strategies. So let's look at gaining spiritual vision. We desperately need to gain spiritual vision or insight if we're going to win. We need to see things through the eyes in the spiritual realm. Verse 16, Elijah says, there are more of them, there are more of us than with them. Open his eyes, Lord. See, Elisha had already saw that. How do we gain spiritual vision? We gain spiritual vision or insight by seeking it. You ask for it in prayer. Verse 17, Elisha prayed and said, open his eyes that he might see. And when we pray specific things about a situation, God can open our eyes, give us insight into something we had previously not seen before. Along with praying, Luke nineteen eleven nine says, So I tell you, keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Proverbs 2, verse 3 through 5. Cry out for insight. Cry out for understanding. Search for them like silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord. You will gain knowledge of God. When you're looking for something like knowledge or insight or wisdom from God, you have to seek it. Miners, when they're searching for precious minerals, they're typically not just walking around and grabbing things off the ground, right? There has to be some work involved, a digging process, and that's where they're going to find what they're looking for. We can also get insight in spiritual insight, by our connection to our headship and our leadership, and by asking questions. right? The disciples, when they were with Jesus, they asked Jesus, "Why couldn't we cast out demons?" They had no insight into the spiritual, and they, that's why they couldn't cast out demons. Elisha helped his servant gain insight. And our pastors can. And he opened his eyes when he prayed. It's interesting how unsafe people or rebellious people do very unwise things, right? Because they lack spiritual insight. You think, why why would they do that? That doesn't make any sense. Why do I know that? Because that was me. (laughs) We gain spiritual insight by first praying, And then by responding to what God shows us, even if it's not not what we had planned. We always have our way of dealing with things, with situations. But if we ask God, He will give us spiritual vision to see things differently and clearly and help us respond differently and correctly. Let's look lastly at using spiritual vision. what are we supposed to do with this insight that God gives us? We use it to battle spiritually. You can change the spiritual dynamics and the spiritual atmosphere of a situation. Let's read the last portion of Scripture. 2 Kings 6 and verse 18. So when the Syrians came down to him, Elisha prayed to the Lord, and he said, strike the people, I pray, with blindness. And he struck them with blindness, according to the word of Elisha. This is what dominion is. It's using spiritual authority to change the spiritual atmosphere. And this brings about change in the natural so my question to you is, what battles are you facing? What trials are you going through? And how are you viewing it? Are we viewing it through the, the natural lens? Are the, yeah, this is how I think it should be. Or are we praying and getting a hold of God and say, God, I don't see this clearly. This doesn't make sense. I need you to get involved. Right We have loved ones, and it's just like, "Why won't they get saved? You know, man, why can't I get a better job? Why can't this happen? Why is this happening? The answer is prayer, to gain spiritual vision and to see things clearly. So when you face something like that, are you just going to say, "Well, I guess this is just the way it is." Or are we going to say, "Nope. That is unacceptable. I'm believing God. I'm going to have spiritual vision to see things correctly, to see things, God, how you want me to see them. And when we pray, God is faithful to do what he said and to open eyes. Amen. That's all I have this evening. If we could have every head bowed and every eye closed in this place. Tonight you're here and you're not seeing things correctly. You're not saved. You've viewed in you've viewed salvation as incorrectly. You've not seen it. You've not seen God as who he really is. And because of that you not you've not surrendered Tonight, I want to tell you that Jesus loves you. And he died on the cross to show you how much he loved you. And even while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And tonight, you're here in this place. You're not saved. You're not right with God. You do not know where you spend eternity. It would be my privilege to be able to pray with you tonight. I'm going to ask with every head bowed and every eye closed, if you would slip your hand up and put it right back down in respect to those around you, anyone at all, not saved, backslidden. Anyone at all. You can be in the house of God and not saved. Anyone at all, not saved, backslidden, you'd slip up your hand and put it right back down. Anyone at all. And may God sees that hand. You could have been coming to church for years. Right? The widow of the lost coin, she lost it. It was lost, but where was it lost? It was lost in the house of God. It was lost in the house. And you can come to church your whole lives and be lost. But God is seeking, He is looking he is not willing that any would perish but that all would come to repentance. And when anyone that lifted up their hand, if you do me a favor, come on forward, anyone at all. You lift your hand, you mean that? Oh, okay. Amen for the saints here. You're saved, you're right with God. But there's situations you're going through. That you're not seeing correctly. You're missing something. Cry out to God. Ask Him. God, I need your direction on this. I need clarity. I'm not seeing this. I'm not seeing why we do this. I pray, I pray, I pray. It doesn't seem like anything's happening. Well, in the natural, maybe nothing is happening. But in the spiritual realm, something is happening. And God is moving behind doors, behind situations that are coming up. If you'll ask for it, God will give it to you. Amen. We're gonna open up these altars. You come down and find a place to to pray. If there's any visitors here, you can gently deal with them. God, we thank
1: you, Lord. <laughs> To your holy place.
0: God,
1: thank you. God. Give us spiritual eyes, God. Love, Lord. Give us insight, God. And do the That you would give God, that we would cry God. Give it to us, all. The glory of God. That so we would gain spiritual God. Let your name be lifted up and glorified and let the earth tremble at your name and let your name be lifted up and glorified to your needs into your hands and I can give me that my you would life. The wisdom yeah, from above. Not relying on our own inside, God, and our thoughts, God, that can lead us astray.
0: Let's give God praise in this place. God, we thank you, God. Lord, for who you are, God. Your goodness and your grace, God. da 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 God, we thank you.